0: Everybody, welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. I'm Nick, and I'm Chris, and you hear Donner in the background. Uh, this week we almost successfully recorded an episode for Spawn. Yeah, it must be a cursed movie. It, it
1: is cursed. Like at least people know this one exists, unlike on, the last one.
0: Yeah, which just disappeared into the ether. Yeah. Uh, we had a extra special extra special guest. See, it's my turn to not be able to speak correctly. Yeah. Uh, Nick Marino, uh, comic writer. Extraordinaire. Yes. Um, um, if you are anyway familiar with
1: my old show, Nick was a, a frequent, frequent guest. And if you listen to tonight's episode, you'll see why. He's great to talk to. Yeah. Uh, and again, I'm so so pissed that this ended so poorly.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, uh, yeah, enjoy us talking about spawn with Nick Marino, big dumb monsters. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Uh, Nick here. Uh, I'm editing the podcast and realized we lost roughly 20 to 24 minutes uh, of our interview with Nick Marino. Uh, It's just in the beginning. We were pretty much bullshitting about uh, a bunch of pop culture stuff. So you didn't really miss anything too important. Uh, Just some entertaining stuff. Um, But yeah, the rest of the episode should be good we lose them at the end uh unfortunately but there's a lot of gold in this episode so
2: enjoy but they went for the hard bodysuit in this one and i feel like it made spawn too chunk like that's the thing i'm watching yeah. and i'm like michael jai white i think you're awesome like i you know i feel like I don't know who else they could have cast in this role other than him at this time, but but bro, you look chonk in this armor. It does not look right. It is it is the incorrect dimension.
0: Yeah, no, it, it makes him look clumsy. And if there's one thing that Michael J. White is not, it's clumsy. Um, but yeah, it was probably just because like um, all the Batman movies, like even the the Schumacher yep. ones, it was all like hard sculpted mm-hmm. rubber yep. bullshit. So, yeah, they were probably just trying to yep. follow that, which. Meh, yeah. like maybe that maybe they tried, maybe yeah. they tried cloth yeah. and it just didn't come out right. I on was going to say, like
1: the look of like, I don't know, like everything in this movie and then him pulling off like a cloth mask. Like, I don't yeah. Know if it, yeah, if that would play like well, like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. It probably wouldn't have worked. That I is didn't. they had a very interesting dance they had to do with Al Simmons's face, because you you need to know it's Michael Jai White because he's bringing so much personality and charm to the character.
0: yeah. But then it
2: needs to look like Spawn. But then he spends a disproportionate amount of time not in a Spawn mask so they can have the face acting and, yeah. and the makeup that they spent so much time applying. Yep. But then also, you're not looking at Spawn's most iconic feature, which is his mask. Yeah. So it's a, a, I feel very mixed about it. I think that the technology they use now to get that Deadpool mask going that's going to be a lot more effective the next time they do a spawn reboot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of like not quite vinyl, not quite leather. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It's it's face spandex. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, they, in CG, they animated a bit, they get those eyes going a little. And I'm like, why not? I think that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Like we talk about it all the time. It's like the, the perfect amount of CG for a thing is when you have a practical effect, and then you just tweak it with CG, you know? Yeah. I, I'm not a yeah. big fan of something that's a hundred percent computer generated. And it's because it, it, you can always tell. Yeah. And so if yeah. you have something that's real and then you just kind of spruce it up with CG, then that's, it's, it
2: makes it work. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, the antithesis of what they did with the hell scene here.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. maybe if we just overwhelm them with cg they won't be able to tell it's just everywhere
2: and it's you can tell they had different studios doing different sections of that because sometimes you're like whoa violator like this is working for me right now and yeah by the way i have to say i was watching this on my spawn vhs tape oh
1: hell yeah. (laughs) yeah as you can see
2: I, I didn't even rewind it. It's still, you know.
1: You were not kind but, and did not rewind. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I own it. <laughs> that's well, that's punk then, rock. Fuck
2: them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, so I imagine that it might have looked a little bit different than it looked for you guys. With that said, I'm watching it and I'm like, sometimes there's just no lighting or, or shading applied to, to Violator in these hell scenes. And then it cuts back and then he's, he's got like ragdoll. Maybe green screen, sometimes Spawn <laughs> yep. and and Violator. I'm like, oh, Violator's not so bad. Like this is like this is going from PS one to PS two, and it's yeah. working. and I'm okay. With, in the scene you know? where like, and then
1: I was just saying sorry, in the scene where like Violator is fighting Spawn, like he's in the demon form. Yeah, it doesn't look that bad. Like it looks kind of no. Good.
0: Yeah, when they're fighting like street level, yeah, it looks yeah. good. Yeah.
2: Oh, that one's fine. Yeah. No, I don't mind that. But th- it's also such a weird dance they had to do because I think. <laughs> I think they wanted to emphasize what we all know and love most about Spawn. The cape, the brooding, yeah, the, you know, the, the you know, he's hiding in a dark alleyway, or whatever. But instead, it's it's a martial artist in this chunk bodysuit with like guns half the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm not saying Spawn doesn't do that now and then, but like, I want to see the chains, I want to see the cape. Like, you guys aren't selling this for me yeah. in quite the right way. Instead, it looks like a weird, like. Somebody was like, uh, Jesse Giver, let's yeah. just do that. Let's do that. But not quite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, uh, I just yeah. remember I was going to say like 10 minutes ago. I think this – I remember, like, not being crazy about this at the time. And, like, now I I do appreciate it a lot more. I think this suffered at the time because this is right, like, at the time that the 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 cartoon is airing on HBO, which was like – Oh,
2: they were concurrent. I had no idea.
1: Which was like – because I remember watching that. Like, it might have wrapped up at that point because I remember watching it in high school when it first, like, premiered. I had, like, a bunch of people over. Like, we all watched it at my house. Like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it was probably like in its maybe like third season, maybe at this time, or maybe
2: second season. The, the spawn party—that's what we did for South Park. I wish I'd done mine for Spawn.
0: <laughs> um, so I mean, that that cartoon was just fucking awesome. Too, I still have not seen it. Really, I, I look at it on HBO Max every fucking time. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. I'm just not tonight. I'm going to watch it yeah. not tonight. I that's like.
1: like that's a risk. Okay? because I know I haven't seen it since it first came out. Yeah. You've and you've got history with it. Yeah, yeah. So like there is like a nostalgia factor for it, <laughs> uh-huh. really, but like I remember it being like just dead on with the comic at the time. Like it was yeah. perfect. Yeah.
2: Yeah, visually it's it's quite um it's immersive in the way that the comic is. Yeah. Story-wise, does it hook me quite the same way? Like yeah. those first 15-ish issues of Spawn, I really did enjoy those. The show didn't hook me in quite the same way, but you can't fault it for how good it looks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was like, that's like the max, right? So like, I love that too. The the comic was like, or like crazy and weird and cool. And then the cartoon was crazy and weird and cool. But if I go back and watch it now, am I going to think it's cool? I'll think it's crazy and weird. But is it?
2: it That's a strange one. That one is like, it's almost motion graphics at times
0: yeah yeah
2: but it's in sam keith's style so it still looks spectacular even when it's the 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 motion is let's say a little bit underwhelming on on the max yeah but like can i sit down and watch the whole thing probably not
0: yeah you want to throw on an episode or two and be like oh yeah this was this was fun yeah
2: Yeah. and then two years later you're like i haven't watched the max lately and and then you go and you're like do I want to start with episode three or like should I start from the first one? You start from the first one and then the cycle repeats over yeah, and yeah. over. You're like, oh yeah, oh,
0: yeah, I'm done with this. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The 90s were fucking wild. They were so wild. You know,
2: I I feel like there was a plethora of exciting, weird stuff that was on back then. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. We have a lot of 100%. good stuff now. Yeah. And streaming has totally changed things. So I'm sure if we could have accessed the catalogs we have back then, we would have thought that this was, like, mind-blowing. Think about the, like, the comic book The movies. quality level. It, that could really differ. Yeah. <laughs> From project to project back then.
1: Yeah. But, like, think about the weird comic book movies we were getting, like, in that weird 90s period. Like, like you said Tank Girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, this. You had, like, uh, Like the cool indie shit was hitting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. there's another one that was just at the top of my head that I can't remember anymore. Damn it. Well, even oh, Barbed about- Wire was another yeah. one. Like- oh,
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's yeah. so weird that they did that. Yeah. And you know, what's technically a comic book movie, Time Cop. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It, it is, but I don't, I, but it's more like I think Mike Richardson at, at Dark Horse, he was making things to be optioned a lot of times oh. at that point, green lighting things, knowing. So I don't yeah. know how long it came out before the movie came out, which yeah. was kind of like with Barbed Wire. I don't think it was out much before the film actually got going.
0: Uh, yeah. we're, we're skipping one of our favorites, The Crow, for Christ, The sake. Crow,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which is an incredible accomplishment because it not only holds up, but it's sort of like a trendsetter.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Well, even if you go back and you look at that comic book and you you're, you just read it, you're, you never think like, oh, this would make a great movie because it's so jarringly different issue to issue. Yeah. And you've it's got... Raw. Yeah, it's really raw. Yeah, and yeah. you've got all yeah. this like... Philosophy and poetry and, and and song lyrics and things like that and like yeah. you never are gonna look at that and go like this is yeah I got a script right here like there it is yeah. but somebody figured yeah. it out and it became this like alternative alternative like
2: opus yeah yeah and you know who we got to thank for that fucking Eastman and Laird. I mean really it all kicks off in Ninja Turtles
0: yeah yeah
1: wow that was yeah, eighty nine really or eighty eight. The cartoon 90, I believe, 90, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the movie, the live action movie. Oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's 90. Yeah, I think, yeah, I it think was. so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to see that one in the theaters with my dad. Something I didn't do for Spawn. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
1: remember that was the first movie I ever saw in a theater, like more than once. Like, really? Yeah. yeah I'm like, I, I need to see this again, <laughs> like immediately.
2: <laughs> it's a good film and it really changed things for independent comics creators and 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 not only that those guys maintained ownership of that for what like it's it's been 2000 i don't know around 2010 something or other they sold so i think they maintained complete ownership of that for you know 25 years thereabouts that's pretty incredible
1: uh, another banging soundtrack to uh, fucking the the original Ninja Turtles <laughs> fucking the soundtrack. Uh, I
0: thought you were going to go with two for the ninja rap. Oh,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> Hell no, man. I already <laughs> said go, Ninja, go, Ninja, yeah. go. <laughs> That's a classic, though. I, I got no hate for that. <laughs> no, the original the movie song.
0: soundtrack
1: was fucking
0: awesome. I remember listening yeah. to that a lot, too. I had I had yeah. the 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 second one. I think it was just a ninja rap cassette. you just
2: had the single you're like yeah i
0: think it was just the single
2: yeah did the flip did the b-side have the instrumental
0: i might have yeah (laughs) i think it was like a weird colored cassette too
2: Mm. probably probably green green, right yeah yeah, yeah. Paint green yeah that's cool Yeah. yeah
0: yeah but that's that's the cool part is like if you get these really rad indie comics and they become like really popular movies People, people who never knew that they were comic books are going to see, you know, like based on the comic book, by blah, 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 blah. And then they're going to go buy it. Yeah. You know, because like, yeah, who knew that the crow was a comic book? Yeah. yeah Who knew that Ninja Turtles was a comic book? Who knew the tank girl was a comic book? Like fucking you, most people knew spawn. Who the fuck That's knew? True. Who the fuck knew? Blade was a comic book o- other than like really crazy yeah. Marvel. At nerds. that point, diehard Marvel fans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know blade was a comic book until probably like fucking five or 10 years after the movie came out. Oh wow. Yeah. Cause I don't pay attention to things. No, I get it. I get it. That makes sense. For movie tie-in wraps. We have a question from the audience. Uh, Where is everyone aware oh, of the yeah. nightmare and Elm street? Will Smith collaboration nightmare on yes. my street. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Nightmare yeah. on my street. I remember the video for that. Yeah. Nope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I only remember it vaguely. Uh, you. Yeah. Don't go back for it. I'm not going to. I didn't plan on it.
1: And don't talk about Will Smith's wife, either, whatever you do. I will. What's he going
0: to do? Slap me?
2: (laughs) You wouldn't be the first person to misjudge that. (laughs) You know what? That to me was a standout Oscars moment. So I'm like, like, I'm fully in support of it. Also, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, Chris rocks. I'm sorry, bro. But like, <laughs> you maybe just had that coming in life in general, like, like no offense, but like, just a you, little bit. You're like, going too long without still, physical was, violence. No. <laughs> 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 just, she just needed a little slap. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was good. I missed it. Cause I was, I was in the theater watching everything everywhere, all at once. And the movie wrapped up and my friends started checking their phones and they were like, Guys, we fucked up. We should have been a <laughs> in the Oscars. They're like, we really fucked up.
1: Yeah. I remember doing like a triple take of that when I first saw it. It was just like,
0: what? Yeah. It was like, oh, a, oh like a <laughs> haha funny scripted event. It was like, oh, shit.
2: No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he slapped him full real. We had a couple wild years of Oscars, right? We had that one. We had the, um, the Moonlight one, you know, where they read the wrong winner. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, we fucked I up. I turned yeah. it off. They read the wrong winner and turned it off, and then and then my wife was getting text messages like "turn it back on, turn it back on."
0: I can't. I just can't bring myself to watch that shit because I, I know the Oscars I is a little different, but like let's say the Grammys, I I cannot have music be judged by people that don't know shit about music like, no it's I true do it. it's true
2: you know what the thing is though i've i watched them now i used to not watch them i gave i, I abstained for a long time yeah. but i live in los angeles and it's after a while the allure of it it's is too because you're maybe gonna have an acquaintance that's like working on the red carpet or something like yeah. that you know doing some random job and, or, or maybe, you know, you got a friend who you're like, oh, you know, they're going to be in the back in the audience. So you're like, you know, I want to watch this. Movie, yeah, you just want to see, see your friend. See yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, or, you know, you just want to see, see them, support them, you know, whatever it is. But <laughs> the spectacles that they are, they're so hilarious. Like you can't, and you start to get to know some of the personalities behind people that are involved in it. Not necessarily the individuals themselves, but you know, people who are like, one removed from them, and you hear them having to run through their like scripted routines, or in some cases, very unscripted routines yep. that they give. Yep. Or even if it's just the people that are interviewing on a red carpet, whatever. And the whole thing it takes on a different sort of uh, layer. Like I don't watch it because I care who's going to win. I watch it because it's like your it's tangential to your experience of just living here in general.
0: Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Was it, like, it was like, they call it like Oscar season or whatever. It's like, yeah, every everything ramps up to that moment.
2: You can't drive anywhere in the city without seeing a for your consideration billboards.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: They're everywhere. And my social media, all the ads turn into FYC, even though I'm not going to be voting in any of this stuff. Yeah. I think they just target Los Angeles in general.
1: Yeah. It's probably, they just blanket the whole city. Yeah. 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 yeah
2: and my wife is a journalist, so. Uh, you know, as well as she writes comic books, but she's also a journalist and, uh, she gets invited to some of these FYC events. So some of them we go to and they're really, they're hilarious. Yeah, And you're like, yes, I'm very, we went to an FYC event for the Ninja Turtles animated film, okay. but it wasn't an FYC event, but it was, because yeah. it was kind of like right before a lot of that stuff was going to drop. And it was a party that they put on in a pizza place for the Blu-ray release. And it was just so strange. That sounds fun. I I met, I spent most of the time, Rosie and I spent most of our time talking to Mark Lester, if I'm not mistaken, who introduced himself as a guy who produces Lifetime movies. But he's the fucking director of Commando and Showdown in Little Tokyo. <laughs> I was watching Tell Commando
1: today, actually. Were you really?
2: Yeah. Yeah, And we're leaving the place and we're like, what's Mark's work on? And we're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He led with I've produced Lifetime movies. <laughs> yeah. Back it up.
0: I'm looking at you and I'm not thinking Lifetime movies.
2: I'm leaning toward yeah. Commando. <laughs> Dude, Showdown in Little Tokyo. That's a classic in my house. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. It's a classic in any house, did yes. it? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, well, you know what? It kind of loops back to this film because I feel like, in a way, you've got Brandon Lee from Showdown in Little Tokyo and his performance in The Crow is foundational to what they wanted to do with Spawn. And then you've got sort of the parallel to what they wanted to do with Spawn, which was the Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> oh,
0: God.
1: <laughs> There's no naked you know, Tai Chi in this, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and like you there's you're not going to watch Spawn and think, boy, did they fuck that costume up? You're going to think, OK, yeah, it looks a little weird as a hard shell, but they were doing their best. Yeah. When you watch that Punisher movie, you're like, he's purple. Why is he? Why is he purple? <laughs> In the comics, he was a little purple, but that didn't. Right. Right. That, you do your highlights as purple or blue. Yeah. Come on. Come on, they should have <laughs> the brought it over. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: So not to
1: derail yeah. the conversation because we were on a roll here, but I noticed a crazy Easter egg today that I had never, ever noticed in all the times I've seen this movie.
2: Oh, I'm excited. I want
1: to hear. In this party scene right here, uh, like when he first becomes Spawn, he first goes after Wynn. See the woman in green right here? Yeah. She just caught my eye. I'm like, why is this woman dressed like a Power Ranger? You see the earring? Oh, shit. It's fucking Angela. She's in the party scene. They show oh, her for like a second. Shit. Yeah. And then like they never reference her ever again. Huh. That's awesome. Well,
2: deep Angela's, cut for the nerds. Um, yeah. Angela's a gray area of spawn rights. And is no longer a spawn character. Well, she's a Marvel all. character now, yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is fucking insane. What a snap I mean, card, for Christ's sake. How the fuck did
1: that did happen? How did they pull that off? Because I, I think Neil Gaiman oh. might have created her or something like that. Well, or it was
0: well,
2: something. How like, did that ha- Well, yeah. sit down. Oh, you're sitting. I'm so, sitting. I'm always <laughs> sitting. I'm lazy. <laughs> it, long story short, is there was a massive lawsuit that went on for so long, and it had to do with. Todd trying to acquire the rights to Miracle Man, which Gaiman worked on, but it also had to do with Gaiman's stake in his rights in Angela, which Todd was not cutting him into. And it's such a weird, messy thing that's very hard to describe in any kind of short way. But long story short was, Todd wasn't compensating Gaiman fairly, Gaiman got rights to Angela, and when Marvel decided they wanted to acquire Gaiman's stake in Miracle Man, which is a whole other weird thing anyway, yeah. because it's not clear if they ever even had the rights to have made that book in the first place. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> Somehow Gaiman set up a deal where they bought the rights to Angela and his rights to Miracle Man. And, and now Angela's a Marvel character. Oh,
1: yeah now she's a uh, one now. cost like snap car two cost uh, <laughs> two energy cost
2: yeah <laughs> insane I mean that's snap. that's probably <laughs> the craziest comic book legal battle of all time and there's a lot of crazy ones
1: yeah um there was one uh, machine man is one that's now caught up in like a marvel versus DC uh like argument really um yeah DC is now Wait, do like, tell. I'm curious yeah this just happened within the past couple of weeks um machine man was created as uh part of the 2010 comic I, th- I think which uh i might have this backwards but like i think dc okay. at the time published the 2010 like the uh the movie or yeah. 2001 i'm
2: sorry. Oh, Oh, two thousand one. Yeah yeah, yes. yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah
1: the, Kirby, yeah. the Kirby thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Machine Man was 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 created in that comic. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, That's Marvel right. created the comic. Marvel Warner Brothers it. made yeah. the movie. Published- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Warner Brothers owns DC. So yeah, yeah. they're saying because this is, a D, yeah. this is a Warner Brothers property, we own this character. Right. But yeah, Marvel yeah. was the one that made the comics. So now there's like a back and forth of like who
2: owns DC. That's a, that's a super interesting circumstance because most of the time, when you want to retain your rights to something, you put it in the comic book first. Batgirl, who they made knowing they were going to put her in the TV show, but they said, well, why don't you guys make something in the comics and then we'll put it in the TV show. So they did that. She-Hulk, which Stanley specifically did because CBS wanted to make a female Hulk. And he was like, not on my watch. And so, that, so that's why she's the last thing he created for Marvel, if I'm not mistaken, because he wanted to get in there right at the end and make sure She-Hulk was Marvel property. But then the murky waters are stuff like um, ROM and the Micronauts and other things like that. If they appeared in other Marvel comics, their appearances in those can't really be canon because Hasbro has the rights to them, but they weren't very careful about this stuff at the time.
0: Yeah. God damn. That's why legal battles are just like the worst. That's why we'll never see Muppet Babies again, damn it. Is it really?
1: Yeah. They can't can't clear all the movie clips uh, in each of the episodes. Yeah. For which one? For Muppet Babies, the Muppet Babies cartoon from the 80s. Oh, because
2: of...
0: Oh, we lost him. We're losing it. him. We're losing him.
2: There we go. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come back. I want to yeah. talk about Muppet Babies. Yeah, you're can back. Can you you're back.
1: Me? Yeah, no, they can't clear Muppet all the movie Baby. clips, like in, in, Muppet in the Muppet Baby. Babies episodes. Thank goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, did they actually use movie clips or did they? You know what? It yeah. was like. Okay. Yeah, because like somebody would like open a door and it'd be like the
1: trench run from Star Wars, which like they mar more, more like yeah, Disney yeah. owns. They did a of lot those. of Star Wars yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah. there's like Star Wars. There's Indiana Jones clips. Um, there's like yeah. old like sci-fi movie clips, like all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know what? I'm not to be a hater here, but no great loss. Muppet Babies, I don't need to watch it again.
0: <laughs> it I, could be one of those things that I want, in, like, I want to argue this but I don't think I've got any. I don't think I have any smoke on it. <laughs> I'm dying to fight like, because, like, I watched it and I loved it. But yeah, like, I'm not gonna watch it now. No, you're not gonna like, put it on now. And my I kids mean, are well past that age.
2: Yeah. God damn you! But you know what? Is it? Are they the right age to watch Spawn?
0: Yeah, one of them definitely yeah. is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know about your kids, but my my niece and my nephew, not not of the same of differing sides of the family. Don't even know each other. They love shit. CG. They think it's like the fucking greatest thing. It, really? It like fuels their lives between Roblox and uh, <laughs> oh my all God. this other yeah. stuff they're into that just looks like crap. Like, I don't know if you know about these games. Like Oh, like I Bones know. Roblox. Basics, I know. Granny you know stuff like these these terrible mobile games that look like awful ps1 rejects i'm like these kids would be right at home with spawns visuals i feel like for them it would feel like nostalgic even though they weren't alive
0: yeah like i you know what though like they play those shitty looking games but they would probably rag on this like (laughs) just because it's a movie
2: (laughs) probably yeah oh man uh do you yeah. want to throw it- They probably wouldn't even make it through. They'd be on YouTube watching clips of it. They're like, Ten reasons why I Spawn is the craziest nineties movie you've never seen.
0: <laughs> Ew, I don't like that at all.
1: <laughs> uh let's see, do we want to try to throw some ratings on this? Do some ratings? Yeah. Uh yeah, we can do that. We've like we've like said fuck the format tonight, but yeah. Yeah, we're
0: having fun. Fuck it? the format. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'll start. Um taking into account <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> You're gonna to work up to that one. <sighs> God <Man>. damn it. <sighs> no matter what I say, it's gonna piss off somebody. <laughs> so taking into account how fun this is to watch, because I have a good time watching it every time I watch it, the god-awful CGI, the good makeup, and the fact that I just love John Leguizamo uh it's it's ranking at like a uh, six five really yeah, all right, yeah,
1: it's respectable nope. i yeah like i i do i i do enjoy this movie, but also like i there are things that's just like oh i hate this, i hate this <laughs> like i you know, there's parts of it I hate everybody feels like cardboard, yeah, like it's just like it's very nineties is fuck we said this before and I, like that is i mean that like both as a, a credit and a discredit like it's good it's good like there there were good like things cinematically in the 90s but this also has the bad ones too oh yeah um that being said it is like an enjoyable watch i i was gonna go five five i think i upped i'm, I'm gonna up it to a six solid six on this
2: yeah yeah we got 11 right, out of well, 10 I'm going to take a slightly different stance. <laughs> All right. Here. And uh, I, I'm going to say, this is not a rating that has anything to do with, uh, let's say, the. I'm not going to claim to, to be able to rate the quality of the production. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wasn't there. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they were going for exactly. I'm just going to rate my enjoyment level. And I would say I'm a solid seven and a half flowing capes out of ten <laughs> when I watch this. Not because it's it, it, not because it reminds me of the comics per se, although I do really like how oddly faithful they were to certain characters' appearances. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like the the fact that the live action stuff looks like a like a weird It's filmed like a weird, like made for TV thriller. And then the graphics, sometimes you're like, wow, they really pulled it off. And then two seconds later, you're like, oh my God, no, like not. There's nothing. They didn't pull anything off. That to me, that all those contrasts, I'm loving the way those work together, even though I shouldn't. So I'm, yeah, seven and a half. I'm there, man. I'm like, I'm fully in support. The only thing that I worry is. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get candid with you guys. (laughs) Let me get it close for this one. Serious moments. (laughs) When, when they make another spawn. I do, I, I'm going to support it, but could it ever possibly capture this perfect mix of dated aesthetic, dated graphics? Like, like, regardless of the quality of this film, it is, it's a, it's a perfect moment in time for what it is from the soundtrack to the performances. Like everything is, a. this is the late nineties in, in a, in one, in 93 minutes. Or if you watch the director's cut longer. In a vinyl yeah. clad <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, it's like I struggle with that sometimes in modern films. Like, I don't know if you guys uh, partake in Tubi b much. Oh, yeah. yeah, But Tubi b originals. Oof, I have been really I've been digging in. I have not been. <laughs> so I have not
0: been brave enough to watch a Tubi b original.
2: Oh, baby. If you like a B movie, 2B originals. Are carrying on the tradition in ways you never thought they could be. Original. Yeah, <laughs> and part of me wishes there could be a two B original Spawn film just oh. to be a modern version of what this one is, oh. but it's never going to happen.
0: Yeah, I, I I have a feeling that if the Spawn reboot remake just a new version of the movie comes out, it is going to be it's just like a really dark version of whatever marvel is putting out and that's i don't want that i just have a, a, a sinking no, feeling I don't think that's it what will. it's gonna be
1: because todd McFarlane, like he's been you know he's been working on that script i mean literally forever man he, he like which is a bad sign he, by the way yeah yeah that, that's <laughs> not always a good thing um i don't i don't think it's going to be i mean i just know you know Knowing what I know about Pat McFarlane as a as a person, I don't think he's going to make a Marvel clone at all. Yeah. Um I don't know. Like I think the only way they can like like going back to what Nick was just saying, I think the only way you can make this movie like and make it really click is to make it a period piece, make it a nineties like set movie. Like,
2: yeah, that would be. Uh, oh, I don't know if I was saying that, but that is uh-huh. an interesting point. No, that's where I'm going with it. That's where I'm taking it. Oh, good, if, good, okay, yeah, good. I, I was like, I, didn't, I was like, I don't know if I feel that way. No, because I, it is. I such really a... I really like that idea.
1: Yeah, like like you were saying, it's, it's a a capture of that moment in
2: time. It is such a perfect capture. It is. Of it is. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
1: Like I think yeah. you need to take it back there. You need to make it
2: a '90s a '90s period piece. Look, undeniably, this movie is a big reason why a certain segment of our uh, peers were goths at the time. I mean, that was like a thing, man. That was like, if you tried to explain that to somebody, like, I don't even think they would understand. Like, your friends walking around in school with those weird, like, pants with straps behind them. (laughs) And you're like, you're like, what? And they're showing, and like, one day he's like, yeah, bro, I'm going to paint my face all white tomorrow. It's going to be crazy. I'm coming (laughs) in, I'm doing the eye makeup. And he does it, and you're like, all right, I don't know what this guy's (laughs) going for, but I'm happy for him. He seems to really be finding himself with this look, you know? I was such a trench coat every (laughs) It's nice. Oh, trench I coats. don't care. <laughs> well, Chris, you were out of school before I think both of you guys, from what you're saying, you guys were out uh before trench coats got uh banned, yes, because of Columbine. I was, yeah, you know, that I was, was
0: nuts. I was still in school.
1: I was before, I was oh, that okay, okay, in, so was I. That happened yeah. right as I got out. I remember that happening, and yeah, no, I I, yeah. I would have been on that fucking list of kids like targeted. What was of, that?
0: <laughs> what was that? 99? I wore a trench coat every day I think night. so. It was 99. Yeah, I believe I, it
2: was the spring of 99. Was yeah. it 99 or 98? And, and I, I think it was 99. Yeah. And it was all of a sudden no more trench coats. You had to leave your backpack at the front of the classroom. I remember this was like a big deal. Yeah. You yeah. know, But that was sort of the end of the high school goth in a way. Yeah.
1: They kind they of, didn't they really kind of forced to cracked down on it. They forced yeah. them out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: They really did. All of a sudden you couldn't express yourself in my, quite the same my way. My people were driven Which underground. a shame. Because <laughs> yeah. like, well, let's be real. Back Just to school. the shadows with you. <laughs> Yeah, those fucking bitches, they weren't goths. Those Columbine bitches. <laughs> no, they were, that.
0: they were like, they were bullies in their own right. Goths didn't bring guns right, to school. Right, that's what
2: I'm saying, fucking knives. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, i get it it's complex there's a lot of factors and there, I, there's, you guys there's a lot and see of nuance time, yeah. you felt like you felt like things were going to boil over for some people yeah. you were like how could this can't go on too much longer for this person like you know i remember there were a lot of kids that i i used to try and look out for That were a couple of years younger than me that would just get picked on and i was like i was like yo man you gotta stop bullying this kid in the back i thinking, you don't. Know kid's going to do to you one day? You know, I'm not saying it to the guy at the time, but yeah. I'm like, I'm yep. thinking that. Like, I'm thinking this is insane. Like, you're really going to push somebody to the brink with this. It was bad. It was really bad.
0: Yeah, it was It was the era of the school shooter. I feel like it
2: was sad. It was sad that we lost that crazy, insane, artistic, individual expression. Yeah. Because that was something that was really, that was all part of the Spawn vibes, man. Although I feel like a goth probably would have hated this movie at the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Depends on what kind of goth we're talking about.
2: Yeah. That's true. If they're corn leaning, then obviously they're going to be yeah the body. corn leaning goth. <laughs> corn leaning goth. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing, man. You had your Manson leaning goth and your corn leaning, goth. your Smiths and leaning goth. Friends, yeah. But they disagree. You know, it had to do with the width of the pants. If we're being real, yeah. Each other. Your How flared goth, are they? He's coming into school. He's bragging about the 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 circumference of his pant leg. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like, I got UFOs
0: on. Oh, yeah. that means you're a raver.
2: Dude. Yeah. I think one of my friends, he was like, yo, man, I got the 54 inches on today. And I was like, <laughs> all right. like Check it so out. for you, Jinkos. Like, what out. am I supposed to say? Yeah. Like,
0: that's bigger than my waistline, dog.
2: <laughs> it's nuts, man. But that's what we were doing back then. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. If your pants weren't soaking wet
2: at the bottom, you weren't
0: cool. <laughs> oh,
2: I used to cut. I didn't, I couldn't handle the wet. No, so I yeah. think I was not cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yep. the way it is. Yeah. Um. I couldn't, I couldn't do the, the, like, I'm also really short. So there was, I just couldn't let those things drag, man.
0: We have the it's opposite. Too much problem. weight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kaiju size. I, I'm six, three. You're six, six three. three. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, we were in different worlds of pants. Uh, so, yeah.
0: I actually, I never had any cool clothes. I had Walmart, what?
2: everything. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I don't, see, I don't feel like that uh, necessarily precluded you from not having some cool clothes. They had some weird shit there, too, didn't they?
0: Yeah, but I wasn't allowed to have any of it.
2: <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. I understand.
0: Yeah, I like, I would get away with, like, a, a, a T-shirt that was kind of cool every now and then. But, like, okay. actually, one of my favorite shirts I ever had was it was uh, a white Like ringer tea, but it had like a the old school Cocoa Puffs
2: (laughs) shit on it. Yeah, dude, a a cereal T shirt that was like that was like super social currency back then. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, yeah, I had my- a Tang shirt. That was like my personality for all of eighth grade. Was they were like, oh, "You're the guy with the Tang shirt." Sick. <laughs> I wore a lot yeah. of comic book shop clothing uh, in
1: that era. Like, yeah, where you can only get like comic book, like you know, themed shirts like in comic book shops. Yeah. So I'd wear like, I remember this one. Like, I'd get shit from like older people a lot. From it was like, yeah, the cover of oh shit, it was Amazing Spider Man, like. I think it was from the first, it was part three of like the first Carnage appearance, like the first like big Spider Man Venom Carnage fight. Um, and it was like the three of them fighting and then like it was a black shirt with like white webbing and like my room like my dad would give me shit for it like why would you wear that shirt (laughs) nah that's cool
2: as fuck man we would have been your buddies we would have definitely been I would have been like I would have seen that shirt and I would have been like that's what I'm talking about
1: I had another one with like it was like a a white shirt with like black like X-Men comic like panel printing on it and then like the main picture was a full color picture of Beast like jumping over a fence that just said What do we tell the others i'm like yeah i got <laughs> that, i got his shit that's that insane
2: one. yeah what does it even mean i love exactly, it exactly yeah that's yeah, the that comic was book shop sure. back then I'll, I'll never forget the day when i found an iron man shirt in jc penny and my mind was like yeah <laughs> i think it was like 2001 i was like you've got to be shitting me i was like you're telling me i don't have to go to the comic shop anymore for these crazy shirts yeah,
0: yeah 2001 yeah because yeah, like, like the mainstream comic book stuff had been started already. So yeah.
2: it was happening, baby. It was the the yeah. wheels were in motion, and thanks to Todd McFarlane and the Spawn movie for pushing us into the Blade movie. And yeah. even though Blade wasn't the hit with the merch and with the fashion per se, that was when studios were like, "Oh, we could take this seriously. I think we can make an X Men film if they're dressed like Blade."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they
2: are dressed What's like Blade. You have on hand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like yeah yeah they can be in costumes all black costumes yeah i mean
0: that worked better than if they gave them yellow spandex
2: but you know what? i'm i'm stoked for what they're gonna do for the costuming in this deadpool film that's coming up because yeah. we're finally gonna get the yellow and blue wolverine looks like it's gonna be nice yeah we're at a time when they can they can pull it off now so well because everybody it. wants it now nobody wanted it they do which is crazy no nobody wanted that shit yeah no because it yeah. would have looked tacky now we want tacky. Time. yeah, yeah we and want even that if, but route. i feel like let's be real they are able to execute it where they know how to they can sculpt that cloth to make it look like fabric but feel like a superhero costume yeah so it's cool i'm in
0: all right uh you guys want to do some trivia on this movie? We can do some Ooh. trivia. I have some trivia. I love that. I scoured IMDb roughly a year ago. Yeah, just, you <laughs> scoured our <laughs> love it. email notes. Uh. <laughs> love it.
2: I got one too that I'm interested to see if, if, uh, if you cover. All right. All, right. All
0: right. Yeah. All right. We'll get there.
2: Not to bother you with
0: trivia. I used to think kind of trivia. All right. Uh, John Leguizamo ate live wax worms on pizza for this film. He then
2: vomited immediately. Yo, I was wondering that about take. that. Real worms. Yeah. Because in the take, you can see him bite into it. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think those are CG. Big so he ass. He turns away real quick.
0: Big ass mouthful of them.
2: Oh, that's nasty. Bro, why would you do that? Because it looked Unnecessary. awesome. Dedication to the bit, man. I yeah. don't even feel like it looked that good. I, I wasn't even that into the moment. I was oh, like,
0: really. I was, because I was like, that's gross as fuck.
2: <laughs> okay, wait, refresh my memory. I don't remember seeing this anymore. Did he have an ice cream truck ever in this film? No, I don't think so. No. Because that was like his signature thing, if I remember, in the early comics. Is yeah, that the body was like the body
1: truck. of like a child molester who like owned an ice cream truck that yes. he possessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Exactly. So like why couldn't he have eaten an ice cream cone? Come on, Todd. You gotta get the get (laughs) right, bro.
1: Uh, there was an awesome issue I remember where that, like that the the ice cream guy is in hell and like he's traveling through like the different layers of hell with like a group of people and like some of her getting picked off. I just remember like this one girl gets eaten by like this fucking spider that has like a transparent like abdomen, and they're all like, What happened to her? And they see her like inside the fucking abdomen of the spider, like yeah.
0: (laughs) gross yeah.
2: that's crazy i love that yeah <laughs> i might have to
0: acquire some spawn comics and
2: dude there's a lot of really, good spawn out there really man and too, you can dig through your if you got a shop near you that you like dig through those back issue bins because you might find singles for cheap yeah. yeah and you might find some of the old collections for cheap i believe that me and rosie bought the first three collections maybe like two bucks a piece recently oh really like, in the past few years and Not the damn. collections are like, like that's that's a the, big, the big fat ones right no 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 these are old collections from like late 90s oh okay yeah those ones i i can't speak for any of the other traits but you know what that first volume has been reprinted so many times i'm sure you can find that quite affordably oh yeah
0: all right, let's move on to our next trivia fact here.
2: Yeah, still come on, Nick. Late on. All right, uh,
0: Martin Sheen did this film because he'd always wanted to be in a comic book movie. I don't know that this is really Dude. where you want to start with that, but, <laughs> yeah.
2: but, but doesn't he look like a Todd McFarlane drawing? I mean, he does. I'm it's the beard. It and
0: I'm like, it's the beard.
2: Oh, oh, it's so good. I love
0: it. It's yeah. it's the incredibly sculpted beard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, the living room sequence is when the film gets good for me. I know it takes an hour to get there, <laughs> but when he's there and he's got Wanda, like, like restrained and he's, he's like, he's like, Oh, uh, you didn't want to make me the top build villain, did you? Well, I'm going to show you that maybe you should have. I'm like, yeah, come on, Martin, get it, baby. <laughs> and it kind of, it falls off, but Do I feel it, like, yeah. yeah, I'm happy he's in it. It adds a level of credibility that this film shouldn't have had, but yet some of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's what it's, uh,
2: they got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got so lucky. I wonder, did, did somebody show Martin the character? And he was like, oh shit, that kind of looks like me with a weird beard. Let's do it, baby. Like, I want to know if that happened.
0: Give me a weird beard. Uh, John Leguizamo revealed in an interview one day while he was shooting, he had to go to the uh, restroom very badly However, it took almost an hour to get out of the suit, and he was wearing uh Legwazama wound up relieving himself while in the suit by accident due to it taking so long to get the suit off. So the inside of that fucking violator not only had his regular sweat and body funk, also piss. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> full piss. No, which I'm, I'm assuming...
0: Is what he smells like anyway? Yeah, the suit looks like it smells like it. You know, smells. The character looks like he
2: smells like piss. piss. Yeah, exactly. He's given a piss performance. If we're being real with each other, (laughs) yeah, you can feel it. It, It's, you know what, John. You did it. I could feel the piss while I was yeah. watching it. It was tangible. <laughs> I could hear it was it. in it's the like room. I you.
0: was pissing. <laughs> I could hear the squish of the boots, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, oh, that's brutal. I Terrible. will say, John Leguizamo is a fucking treasure,
2: though. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. And this is part of his legend. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. This, and, you know, he, the
0: man took himself from this to John Wick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. let's see. All right. In uh, in 2011, Michael Jai White had expressed interest in returning as Al Simmons in a future Spawn uh movie and has supported Todd McFarlane's uh pursuit towards a new Spawn film. I would like to see him yeah. in it again. He still pull it off. He's he still just... got the juice.
1: Yeah, yeah. The... Big time. I don't think it's too late. Yeah, He was Bronze Tiger not that long ago on on Arrow, like, yeah. that probably less than 10 years ago. The
0: man, is he's probably more fit now than he was then. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Unquestionably, yeah, yeah. I think he's more accomplished as a martial artist in general, oh, which yeah. is an interesting thing because Spawn isn't a character you necessarily relate to that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, he, you know, you would have maybe rather seen him play shit. It's hard to say. There are a zillion characters you could have played. I mean, if they could have done a bishop with him and had him doing some sick fight sequences. That would have just been mind blowing. Yeah. So it's really a lost opportunity in that regard. But Hey, at least, you know, he gets to bring the physicality of his experience to this, even if he's not yeah. like sticking, delivering a lot of roundhouses, you know? you know,
1: in the image universe, like a chapel, like, you know, live action chapel. That would
2: have been cool. Oh, which, which brings me speaking of which Nick, do you have a trivia about chapel in there? I don't. Well, may I drop mine? Do it. if you don't mind, do it. It's the perfect segue. Okay. So, don't know if you guys remember this. But the assassin who kills Al Simmons in the comics is Chapel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Chapel is a Rob Liefeld character. It's not a Todd McFarlane character.
0: I couldn't tell because he wasn't covered in pouches. And I saw his feet. <laughs> I understand. I saw his feet.
2: <laughs> yeah, he did once. Yeah, that's true. So I, I completely get it. Very normal uh, confusion there. Yeah. When you see the feet, <laughs> yeah. you think... How could it be? Can't be. Yep. So Chapel is in the comics. That's that's Al's origin. He gets murdered by Chapel, who gets sent on the mission with him, who's told to take him down. And then he goes to hell. He becomes spawned, Yada, yada, yada. We've seen it in the movie. We know what happens. But they had to do something different for this film. Thus, the creation of Jessica Priest. And my understanding is that in the comics now, it has been retconned, so Jessica Priest is, is Al Simmons' murderer, and it began with this film.
1: Oh, Apparently. so they got rid of the whole chapel, like, just to cut Liefeld out of it? I, I believe <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, because, you know, the Liefeldness of Image is quite complex. Rob isn't a partner in Image anymore. He yeah. was kicked out. And not only was he kicked out, but Rob doesn't retain the rights to a vast majority of his 90s catalog, Youngblood being one of them.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, so it was off. all the rights belonged to
2: image. No, 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 no. Image doesn't hold anything. Image is a middleman, if you will, because each partner in image retains their own studio and that studio is what has the rights. So if you, if I have an image, Image,
0: I'd love to work with the image. I'm trying to work (laughs) with
2: you. But, But the great thing about image is once you hit a certain sales threshold, the rest of those sales become yours. You retain everything. You don't have to give image a cut of your profits yeah uh, aside from their standard cut and you don't have to give image any of your option rights anything like that so image itself makes a profit off of its books which sell well but the reason why there have been so many young blood relaunches and glory if you guys remember that one from maybe 10 or so years ago those were operated through image central but the rights are held by this like completely like nutso dude right i believe he calls himself Fantastic comics or Fantastic Studios—I don't know. He was—he yeah. was on Twitter a few years ago, and like everybody was just clowning on him for like it was like a year straight. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> it was nuts. But this like bonkers guy has purchased those rights to Rob's catalog. So yeah, he yeah. doesn't even Rob. I don't think Rob can even do anything with that with Chapel without going through the the current rights holder, which is weird to think about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, and, and is that guy just, he bought them and he's just holding on to them, or is he like parsing them out? Like, hey, you relaunch
2: it, you write it, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's tried to get stuff going numerous times with different creative teams, but he doesn't pay particularly well. He doesn't pay at all in certain circumstances. Yeah. He was trying to, um, to leverage the fact that, Uh, many artists outside of North America are used to receiving reduced rates. So uh, a lot of companies go to certain countries in South America or the Philippines thinking, oh, we're going to get a really budget rate for really high quality art. Yeah, And I think they've got the philosophy wrong. I think you need to think, oh, these artists are incredibly accomplished. Let's get their services and let's compensate them fairly. But what? he wasn't doing that. What? I know. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody getting compensated fairly in this economy? No. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he wasn't really producing things ethically. And you know what? I feel like it's it's all part of Image's strange legacy. Yeah. You know, it's all part of the same thing. Let's, these guys, they were trying to do something really special, and they hit about 50% on the special level. And then the other 50%, they just hit repeating the mistakes of the companies that Employed them in the past,
0: yeah. So, you're telling me is communism doesn't work?
2: <laughs> let's try it, it's gotta be better than what we got going on. <laughs> Next year, we can't <laughs> move the flag. <laughs> <we> know, <right>? <laughs> <laughs>
1: God
0: damn it! All right, let's do some more trivia.
1: Look, I know there's wires tangled up somewhere, I don't know where they are. Trivia. trivia. trivia
0: the heavy metal band iced earth uh which has an album based on the comic spawn uh were offered the opportunity to be on the soundtrack uh they turned it down because they thought they were too there was too much techno music on the soundtrack <laughs> so then the guitar player wound up being in the january 6th incident anyway so he's,
2: he's not techno was there at the capitol how that much, day. Yeah. oh shit dude this is wow sorry what sorry john time flop Bro, yeah. you could have been getting royalties to this day. Yeah. And you already had Spawn songs. Yeah.
0: Which are really good. Like, the Dark Saga is a fucking banger of an album if you're into power metal. You could have been teamed up with, like, Tiesto or, uh,
1: like, Paul Oakenfold. <laughs>
2: I love TS though. I want to hear that. I've track. seen like TS. Like, it's like a little bossa nova remix of the of the Ice T track. Yeah, like fuck it, why not? Like, let's do it.
0: I think dude, I threw up a little is... bit in my pants.
2: Look, I understand for some purists, they're like, get that. I don't know what they're. They're like, get that drum machine out of my peanut butter or whatever the fuck they're saying. Yeah, but the drum machine like, doesn't dude, go in the peanut butter. Just just get the check, man. Like, yeah. what is the, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah.
0: No, it, it would have been great for them. Because, like, Ice Earth Ice Earth is very popular in, like, when well, they were, in, like, the European metal scene. Uh, because that's where power metal is popular. Like, Europe and yeah. South America. Nobody gives a dick about power metal in the United States. And they're an American band. So, like, for them to just, like, just go, like, no, poo-poo, we don't want to be on this The soundtrack because it's it's not for us. So
2: you're out of your fucking mind. Could you give Mm -hmm. me some comparable acts? Who sounds like these guys? Iced Earth. Um, Yeah.
0: Maybe like Blind Guardian or
2: Nah. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go more mainstream. Iron Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Oh, okay, I understand. Wait, but they sound like old school like that.
0: Yeah, like uh, they're like a thrashier version of like mid to late '80s Iron Maiden.
2: Oh, okay, okay, but they're not like full Slayer.
0: No, no, they're they're more they're more melodic.
2: Yeah. Okay. You know what? Maybe I'd like them, but maybe I wouldn't. This guy sounds like a bit of a head case. Apologies to the next third guy. He's
0: crazy. If you're listening
2: to this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. John Schaefer, if you're listening to Big Dumb Monsters.
2: You know what? Shout out to you, John. Like, I appreciate your hustle and your conviction, but I also feel like maybe it's misplaced in certain ways in your life. And and there's never a wrong time for reflection, John. Yeah. (laughs) Trust election results. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or just like just, you know what? Just talk to pod, just send him an yeah. email. And just be like, Bro, apologize. can I just get on the next soundtrack? You know what you should do? Ask him if you can like make a new spawn comic soundtrack. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, can we, Hey, yeah. Can we do a second album, please? <laughs> there you go. All right, let's move on. Uh This film was initially given a, an R rating by the MPAA due to the violent content after some edits the film was finally able to be, and obtain PG-13 uh, after the film was eventually released to home video. It was given the original R-rated cut. Some would argue that after seeing and comparing both, they can barely tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> because what like, did you guys watch? Uh, I watched
1: whatever's on YouTube. I think it's the PG-13 okay. one, yeah. Uh, our, wait, so this,
2: does this 30. movie not have proper... Oh, no, it's is there R. Like a legit Is, is there a R? digital release of this thing? yeah it's got to be somewhere i was just curious uh
1: i had okay. the option to buy it for like 7.99 yeah so it must be like the original uh, like an
0: official digital release then uh, yeah. yeah through youtube well,
1: right my, yeah i mean i did I, i'm my, not like watching it illegally on youtube I, I rented it through youtube yeah yeah yeah
2: oh i see what you're saying yeah. three bucks a row. Yeah. yeah so my vhs tape here unfortunately pg-13 oh. I, mean, I would have loved to have seen spawns tits but that wasn't <laughs> in the cards for this particular viewing they are and, yeah uh, mm. want to hear that second Honestly, fuck. <laughs> yeah there you go it feels like it's a pg movie it doesn't even feel like it goes pg-13 this is like very tame
0: no yeah. it's it's like quote-unquote violent but not gory violent like there's there's violence no. and fighting and, and all that shit that happens but
2: there's not even really blood in this film. No, it's mostly yeah, yeah. green. <laughs> Do, does does green require a higher rating, though? I guess is the question. I wouldn't Maybe think so because the PG-13.
0: Because like in video games, like Mortal Kombat, for instance, they change the blood to green yeah. so they can get a yeah, that's true. Lower that's true. Uh, ESRB rating yeah. or whatever the acronym there is.
2: Yeah. Well, I'd be curious to watch a director's cut. I, you know, I'm interested what they include
0: yeah i i can't imagine it's too much right maybe like 10 minutes of fighting probably not even you know
2: back then uh, if it wasn't blade runner it wasn't significantly different in your director's (laughs) cut anyway very true you know i remember getting a lot of vhs tapes that promised me i was getting the expanded version and i swear to god it was like seven seconds yeah yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. oh man blade runner that too many too many director's cuts like, so many bad ones, too. Like, I don't understand it.
2: Strange. A lot of weird things. Strange things going on with that film. You know, I yeah. agree with the choice to maybe re-release it and redo it. But, uh, yeah, it took them a while to get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's...
0: I, I like the version without the the overdub narrative on it. Um, yeah. But the longer
2: cut. So like the, is that the first one that they did? Maybe I want to say it's the was <sighs> it the final cut. The yeah, like the, the last one,
0: final, like the, the final one. director's cut. I think is is what it's. That one's good.
2: I mean, they're yeah. all. But I don't feel like they're even significantly different, frankly. I, I'm not to be a hater. You just but get I, you just you get get weird nuances. It just it's weird yeah. nuances. It's it's very minor stuff. It's just the narration or not narration. That's really the most important.
0: Thing. And some of the subliminal stuff too. So like, um, yeah, the yeah. one where you you see all the little origami shit around is is kind of an important one.
2: Um, yeah, true, the, true, true. Oh, I do that. You yeah. gotta have that. That's important. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you know, I think the main thing we gotta we have to acknowledge here, if I'm not mistaken, is that they hadn't dropped the N word in the narration which is the main reason to not need the narration. I'm like, it's not at that point you're taking value away from your film.
0: Yeah. It's,
2: well, well,
0: yeah, no, get rid of it. <laughs> All right. A little more here. <clears throat> uh, Edward Norton was originally going to play Terry Fitzgerald, but dropped out to work on rounders, yeah, which probably. was a good choice. Yeah. I would say so. rounders is an awesome movie. Nick, have you seen Rounders? Uh,
2: is that the like uh, gambling like yeah, they're playing yeah, poker yep. movies? John like, Malkovich I've looks seen crazy
1: it. over the top yeah, Russian I've accent. Yep.
2: <laughs> I, I don't have any strong feelings about it. No. But but I've seen it, yes. Maybe rewatch it. Rewatch. It. Okay. You know, if I may say, if we're talking about Malkovich giving unhinged performances, <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to, to, to Conair. A very underappreciated it's, it's beautiful. I love that one. I mean, nobody's who's denying that's that that's impactful. Yeah, but I want to talk about the Ripley sequel that he made, where he plays the talented Mr. Ripley, but he's he's living in Germany and he's like an art thief or like an art forger or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, what I want <laughs> I want to say. It's like Ripley Unchained or Ripley Unbound. I can't remember. Yeah, I that is, somebody if mentioned you like this a B-movie and you like an unhinged Malkovich, that is a must-watch. It sounds like
0: the title of a steamy fuck novel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, let me look it up, because there's, there's two Ripley steams. There's the one with him, which you can watch legally, and then there's the third one with Barry Pepper playing Ripley, which you can only watch on YouTube. And it wasn't even on YouTube until a couple of years ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> that one I believe is, I can't remember. I'm gonna tell you though, these are, these are worth watching. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, oh, by the way, yeah. if when we're on Ripley real quick, for the listeners, for you guys, if you haven't seen the movie that they based Ripley on, I know it's based on a book, but really, it's based on a movie, the French film. Purple Noon, I believe it's called. I might have gotten uh-huh. that wrong. Right. That is also a must watch.
0: Okay. How much <laughs> Prince is in it?
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, none. I, none. I'm sorry. God damn but it. It is, it, You will be shocked by how much of a direct remake some of the scenes are in the American version of Ripley.
0: No shit. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's
2: pretty remarkable.
0: It's kind of like what they did with Old Boy. Where it was shot for shot, the exact same fucking movie.
2: <laughs> yes, some of the stuff is. Some of it really is, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I've diverged, but I'm going to find out your Ripley sequel name. Okay,
0: no, it's fine. We, we, we live
2: on tangents. Yeah. Uh, I know how it is. Let's see. The distinctive. Oh, I got it for you. Okay. I'm ready. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the sequel is Ripley's Game. Okay. Ripley's Game. Yeah, that one's definitely worth watching. It's like it is phew.
0: All right. We'll go good back trash. to back, good trash. Back to trivia. Real quick. I got yes, three more left to go. Distinctive black cigarettes Jason Wynn smokes are Samporna Extra Clove cigarettes. They are identifiable by the gold band above the filter. You probably had a You said they're cloves? Yeah. Cloves, yeah. You yeah. had a clove face. Oh, didn't you? oh Dude, fuck. Yeah. Is there
2: anything more late 90s than a clove? <laughs>
1: yeah. I remember cloves? Like, yeah. <laughs> speaking, if there was a signature scent of the late 90s, <laughs> it was cloves. Yeah. <laughs> My sister used to smoke them.
2: To Jarms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was like you're hanging out with your friends. You're like, what do you guys want to do tonight? We could go to like the Kmart parking lot or we could go to Denny's. And they're like, yeah, but like before we, we go into Denny's, we have to make sure we smoke a clove. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that was that was your night's activity. Have we got any cigarettes? Sorry, I just have a clove. <laughs> like, yeah, just a clove. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, I don't know if you guys had these. You guys were both in New York, right? New York State. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was too, but I was over like um, uh, Rochester is where I was living at the time. Okay. All right. The other thing that was really big for us were biddies, the strawberry leaves cigarettes.
0: Yeah. I don't remember those. Yeah, they used to sell them in a bundle at the bodegas, right? Yeah. They're not as nice as a clove. Let's be real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just feel like somebody's smoking a ham in here. <laughs> so I'm yeah. smoking a clove. So, well,
2: yeah. One time somebody was like, have you tried this new one? They're like, have you ever smoked like a uh, dandelion leaves? And I was like, no. I was like, you know, but. But they're like, it's, it's not, it's like a clove, but it's not a clove. And I was like, well, it's the late nineties. So sign me off. <laughs> Here we are late nineties. Yeah. Hit me up. <laughs> Sounds like something it's like, a Muppet we'll smoke, anything. smoke. Like
0: dandelion yeah. leaves. Like-
2: it was nuts, man. People were like, dude, you just smoked anything.
0: Well, they smoked. I, them I
2: tried to smoke an actual
0: dandelion. They smoked corn husks in the fucking
2: depression. <laughs> we're smoking banana peels. They, they, they didn't have nothing on us in the nineties. Yeah.
0: Oh, banana peels
2: desperation.
0: Oh, my God. I forgot. People used to smoke banana peels.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you experienced that?
2: No, I didn't. I tried it it oh once. my god, it doesn't work. Yeah, but, yeah it they, doesn't sound real. I'm sorry.
0: So you take the banana peel and you scrape like the inside, like the banana adjacent part of it. What? Yeah, and then you let that dry out, and then you're, you're you you put it in the, the oven smoke. for
2: a while. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, like like to hydrate, and then you smoke that, and it doesn't. Yeah, we were like the
2: pre meth generation. All of our experiments failed. Yeah, we were like getting high with high, like, household oh, we're cleaners. Like, Joe, yeah. She, Do you want to do some nutmeg tonight? And you're like, sure, let's do it. And you're like, it's not working. This is nothing. And then my friends are like, bro, you want to buy some Coke? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know? And then you're like, I you got a ziploc and it's like got like this much in it. And you're you're doing it. And you're like, I don't think this is Coke, but I don't know because it's it's the 90s. So I can't rub it. So all baby laxative. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but my headache's gone, so I'm feeling good. So that's nice. But like, you know, I'm not high. Like, that was just how we did it. Like we just We had no uh, chemical knowledge, but a lot of ambition.
0: (laughs) Always had to quote uh, George Carlin, always had an arm out and a leg up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There we go. Uh, When Spawn is fighting the Violator, he encounters a frightened homeless man. Uh, This is actually Todd McFarlane.
2: Yes, I caught it when watching. I was screaming. No way! Really. Ah! I was like, Toddy! It's fucking Todd! <laughs> Hot Toddy. I did not
0: notice that. well, And our last IMDB trivia fact is the body count of this movie. Six. All right. Very, oh! very small.
2: Whoa. Yep. Yeah, I don't even think Win dies, does he? Old Martin Sheen. I don't
1: think so because no. Didn't they say mm. like, like something about him going to prison at the end or something? I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, who even like
0: yeah for a vengeance story? There's not much
2: vengencing. No, no, not a lot of vengencing done. I yeah. mean, who even counts as the kills really? Like some random people on the street, I guess.
1: Well, priest, a couple and then, of, uh, the one kid's oh, dad, a couple I mean, of soldiers. I didn't, I
2: didn't remember priest definitely, definitively dying.
1: Yeah, at that party, uh, he she gets shot in the head. Fucking so violator dies right.
2: Not definitively (laughs) but Violator, you can never kill Violator. He's just (laughs) he's a construct. He's a concept.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Listen, man.
1: (laughs) She killed Violator, man. (laughs) He's an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Violator's eternal. All right, we will move on to the better-known-as. Uh, I'm going to pretty much just blow through these. Yeah, you got a lot open. That's, yeah, well, that's I, too many. Some of them I plan to like, go through pretty quickly. Uh, we have director Mark A. Z. Dippe. Um, aside from this movie, he's actually worked on a few like things you would recognize the name of. He directed the Marmaduke movie in 2022. Oh,
0: that's a banger. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. I mean, This is on my Marmaduke Facebook page the other day. We were talking about uh, that great movie. Um, he directed a couple of speaking of comic movies. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There you go. Comic strip movies. Oh, wow. Shit. That's two of them. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is get the paycheck, baby. Yeah. Marmaduke it up. Yeah. He
1: directed a Michael Jackson video somehow in 2017. Michael Jackson's Halloween. Um, uh, Yeah.
2: Okay. That's that's impressive that he was capable of doing that. (laughs)
1: He's directed... Quite a few Garfield things, uh, a couple of Garfield videos in, like, 2007, 8, and 9. Uh, he directed the movie Frankenfish in 2004. Oof. Uh, and his first uh, directing job, 1995, a Herbie Hancock video. <laughs> I like (laughs)
0: Kirby. Oh yeah, Kirby Hancock's awesome. Uh,
1: Up next, Michael Jai White. Uh, We mentioned uh, before he was on uh, Mm -hmm. Arrow on uh, on the CW. He was also uh, in The Dark Knight for a little bit. He was one of like the heads of the gangs. Um, He was also Black Dynamite. That might be aside from this and like Arrow, probably what he's most known as.
2: Um, He was the voice of. It's interesting. He's so well known, but he doesn't necessarily have like a. He doesn't have a signature franchise. Yeah, a real
0: standout thing. Really. No, he's just got a lot of B yeah. e action movies.
2: Yeah, but I but I feel like he's still got it in him. I don't think time's up for this scenario. Oh no, I think Michael yeah. could definitely still take on embody that one character where you're like, I I couldn't now I can never watch it without thinking of him. Well, he know, kind of like his action is amazing. And Patrick Stewart.
0: Yeah. It is. It's terrific. But his acting is not amazing.
2: Look, I feel like we have a, there's a range of Michael Jai White performances. Some of them I get really immersed in. Other ones, not as much. Yeah. But I always will watch a Michael Jai White film.
0: Yeah, because you know he's going to kick the snot out of somebody, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> My personal favorite, probably Blood and Bone. I'd say I feel like he was really like that one he hit like a great like balance of everything for that film yeah okay um he did
1: voice blade in the uh midnight suns video game from 2022 oh
0: cool. um did you say you didn't like that or it wasn't
1: great? it was like i don't know i didn't really get into it it was like a strategy game which i which that that wasn't what put me off it was just like yeah between the missions, there's just these, like, long social interactions and, like, planning birthday parties for characters. Like, can I just get back to the fighting, please? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I
2: heard it was a very unusual game. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was weird. Um, Let's see. He's done some voice work for DC. Batman, Soul of the Dragon, uh, he did a voice in. Uh, let's see. He was in... Something's gonna pop
0: up here. Never back down. Isn't it like a DMX movie? No, that's um it's kind of like the karate kid, but MMA.
2: Oh yes. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know what? I kinda of like that
0: series actually. I, saw I got the, no complaints about it. I saw it. the first one. It was it was all right. Okay, he was in Never
1: Back Down, No Surrender. That was twenty sixteen. Uh Black Dynamite.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed that film. Uh, Falcon Rising. I enjoyed that one as well.
0: Right. I, you know what? You're you're well more versed in Michael <laughs> J. White movies than I am. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm, a, I'm a mad a enough arts to admit guy.
2: it. I, I love a martial arts film. And, and so there was a time where I just made sure that I got through a lot of his catalog. Yeah. And, nice. uh, you know, I think, he's, I think he's a great performer. It's interesting because his reputation and his skills as a martial artist probably even eclipse his performances. So yeah. it's a very unusual scenario. I feel like he's still there, there's still that role waiting for him, that that pinnacle role. Oh, yeah. I think he would
0: make like a, a really awesome like bad guy. Like he'd be a, a, yeah. just a fucking menace of a villain.
2: It's tough to think of what character you would cast him as if you're thinking in a franchise sense, yeah. because he could work for so many, but he would also feel maybe a little bit you'd watch it and you think I'm not watching this character. I'm watching Michael Jai White because his, his yeah. own fame sort of eclipses any role he takes on at this point, mm-hmm. but I'm always going to put it on. I'm, I'm going to try any movie he's in. Yeah.
1: All right. Sorry. Moving on. He played major Jackson Briggs in a couple of, uh, mortal Kombat properties, uh, and the TV series, the, the animated TV series, as well as one of the straight to video movies. Um, uh, let's see. I forgot they did those. Yeah. Uh, he was an episode of the Boondocks. Yeah. Uh, the Black Knight, or sorry, excuse me, Black Dynamite we mentioned, and the Dark Knight we mentioned. Um, more DC work. He was john Stewart, uh, in the Justice League Heroes video game. Uh, Justice League Unlimited, he was Doomsday. I'm trying to go through this. He's one of the Universal Soldier movies, 1999, Universal Soldier. Yeah,
2: George. that's a good one.
0: So that's got to be the third one, right? I believe so, yeah. I think
2: it's the second. Is I might it, be wrong about that, though.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Could Maybe. be. Could be. Uh,
1: he's in the Jerry Springer movie, 1998, Ringmaster. <laughs> yeah.
0: I forgot that existed.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, it's uh, very, yeah. <laughs> Two Oof. episodes of NYPD Blue He also played Mike Tyson In the 1995 Tyson TV movie on HBO Oh, that's right uh, Oh,
0: you're going to skip right over Renegade, huh? No, actually, I was going back for that
1: okay. <laughs> He was in an episode of Renegade uh, 1993 The best show that's ever Good been on television We have mentioned that quite a few times <laughs> on, this, on this show He was also in an episode of Saved by the Bell in 1992 He's in the what? original Universal Soldier as well but yeah, save. Oh, the
2: I forgot that he was in that.
1: Yeah, uh, he is in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, uh, audience mm-hmm. man. What is it Who, Which
2: turtle? He's not a turtle. No, oh, no. just like an extra.
1: Turtle. His first two movies are actually trauma movies. He's in the Toxic Avenger Part Two and the Toxic Avenger okay. Part Three in 1989.
2: Look, all I'm saying is that's a legit way to start your career. So <laughs> yeah. It worked for James Gunn. Worked for James Gunn. That's true. Yeah, he's controlling all of the DC movies now. (laughs) Yeah. Michael John White, you know what I would actually love to do? I would love to find a way to write a character for him. Say, what's the what's the characteristics that all the characters you've done so far you feel like have been missing? And like, let's work on that. Let's figure that out together. And I want to write this for you so that you feel like you have that role that you can fully realize. Because I, it's yeah it's still there he's got the magic baby you should
0: you should write a meta comic about him trying to find that role
2: (laughs) i'll write a comic about me trying to find that role for him yeah there you go all
1: right we will move on to john leguizamo uh who is just awesome i really am a fan of his yeah um Still in stuff, uh, uh, you know, up to the, up to now. He just did a series I just watched on, uh, on Peacock, uh, where like he does like a travel series, like, like an Anthony Bourdain type of thing where he just goes around like different cities and like, yeah. you know, talks about like, you know, the Latino population and like, you know, tries the food and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was really good. Um, he voiced the Riddler, uh, in the Batman audio adventures, uh, podcast. That was 2021 and 2022. I
0: need to hear that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds awesome. I actually found a couple of uh, shows kind of like that. I don't think it was that exact one. Yeah. But the DC has done a couple of like Batman audio dramas. Yeah.
1: I listened to a couple of the Marvel ones, but not that Batman one. But now that I know he's the Riddler, like I want to hear that. Yeah. Uh, he was in the menu in 2022, which was a really, really good movie. Yeah, the menu was awesome. Yeah,
2: shit, he was in that. That yeah. was a great film.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did not expect and that. He movie was really that good. good. Um, Does he play himself, or is it pretty a, much his credit is
0: just movie like star? Him? I think he's he's just supposed to be kind yeah. of like an amalgamation of what people think about him, and, and then oh like yeah, I'm regular, sure regular shitty. If
2: they used his own name for him or not? Yeah, but no, obviously they not,
0: didn't use his name. It's just movie yeah. star is his credit. I don't think. There weren't yeah, many fun. named characters in that movie. Yeah,
2: That's a good yeah. point. I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, um, he was, of course, Bruno in in Canto. Uh We are not supposed to talk about him. Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> he shows. I've up. never seen it. Oh, he's your standard like Disney like family movie. It was it's enjoyable. Good. Like, good songs, like yeah. really good yeah. songs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool, uh, cool. I think it was. I um, oh shit! Uh, the guy who did Hamilton. Oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He, yeah, he yeah. did
2: all the music. you know what? I think I did see it, actually. This is the one where the kid's got to go into the afterlife to find his grandma.
0: That's that called Coco. For Grandpa? Oh, yeah. my God. If you're oh, an no, no, ugly no,
1: cry, go. yeah, the last 15 minutes of that movie. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. a grown man. I just man.
2: remember those songs being really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, those are the, the yeah. that, that's a really good movie. Uh, good Coco music. had great music too. Okay, yeah.
2: then Encanto, no, I don't know anything about it. I yeah. don't even, I didn't even know the difference between Encanto and Coco.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want to bust into an ugly, ugly weep, yeah, watch the ending of Coco. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that was a good film.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, everybody always focuses on the first like 10 minutes of Up.
0: No, no, no. The last <laughs> 15. Yeah. Of, of, uh, it, of, uh, it, it crushed me. Yeah, I, I, of Coco. Yeah, I was I was trying not to openly weep sitting next to my children.
2: <laughs> I really enjoy a live action version of uh, with John Leguizamo as the old man. So like, so like his wife's dying and he's like, he's like, get up, bitch, what are you doing? And, like, that would be really good. <laughs>
1: uh, he is, of course, in the first two John Wick movies. Um, I, uh, I do enjoy those movies. Yeah.
2: Yes, John Wick's brother, Tom Wick, right? I love that character. Uh,
1: he's Latino, so it's Tom Wick as. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> Tomas. Yeah. <laughs> um, we could get lost in his credits. We're only up to 2014. He was in Chef yeah. uh, he's with in John Shit. Gavreau, which is another really, really good
0: movie. Yeah, it's a great film. He's in, yeah, at least two things every year.
2: 2013 was unbelievable. Fucking huge what for a him. career! Yeah, uh, he's. In I mean, the guy too. and the guy does Broadway and stuff too. Like he's like a beast.
0: Yeah, he can do serious and he can do drama and he can do. The mm-hmm. goofiest fucking comedies you can think of, and I, you can mix them. Like I love Leo. his
1: one man shows, like the specials he did on like HBO. Yeah, uh, and the last one he did for Netflix was really good too. Latin history for morons. Yeah, like that's uh, all of his stuff like
0: that is is fucking great. Yeah, the stage stuff. And you look at that and you compare that to like Summer of Sam, which is like a pretty yeah. fucking dead serious movie. But then you've got you know two one two one two one wong Fu like. Yeah. it's just like so goofy, but like also heartfelt and drama. He's the total package. I think
2: I prefer John in a drama role. I, I think that he he really commits. So, yeah, yeah when you're watching him, you, you really feel that character.
1: Like a lot of the comedy stuff he does. I think he just like, like he did in this. He just goes a little bit. They like let him off the chain like too much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Much. yeah.
2: That was the era, though. Right. Like if you weren't completely unhinged as a comedian in the 90s, then you probably weren't successful. Well, yeah, because everybody was following in Jim Jim Carrey's footsteps. Yeah. 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 And like Adam Sandler, like, you know, like everybody had to to have some kind of voice or something like that. Like your stick had to be like, like, like molasses. Yeah. Thick.
1: Um, He is in the Ice Age movies. He voices the character of Sid. Uh, Sid the sloth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Good job, Johnny.
1: Uh, Shows up in two episodes of My Name is Earl. Uh, That was 2006. Uh, he is in Land of the Dead. That's right. We talked about him before. We did. Uh, in Land of the Dead, the, is
2: that the Romero one? The yes, the one that he came back to it. The yeah. one okay. with
1: uh, Dennis Hopper uh, yeah. and uh, what's the guy? The guy from The Mentalist. I forget his name. Oh, uh, I don't recall. Yeah, but Asia Argento. Is yes. His other one. Uh, so we have talked mm. about him before. I'm going to keep going through this really quickly. Then uh, Moulin Rouge, of course, was another uh, movie he was in. that was uh, pretty well known at the time um the pest 1997 that was the comedy he was in where like he goes full wait no i think you spun. might have skipped my favorite oh what did i go over spawn
2: uh the one he did <laughs> was it um him and danny devito what one was that one? He in that one he plays a he plays a, a character role i think it's called what would you do Uh,
1: i think i might have gone over that
2: i don't know if i've seen that it's a strange film. I think he plays like the best friend. It's a Martin Lawrence film. And I believe like Wazamo plays Martin Lawrence character's best buddy okay. who owns like a restaurant. So a lot of the scenes are set with like Martin Lawrence's character going to the restaurant stuff. It's a very strange, maybe like 99 that or the something where, like that. The, only,
0: is that the one where Martin you know, Lawrence was like the, he like, he was a thief. And yes. De- De- DeVito yes, wound went. up stealing something from him. And it was like a yes. ring or something. Yeah. Yes, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. 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 And and Lake Wasamo is kind of like the it's his buddy he goes to for advice. But it was, it was a bit of a departure role for him at the time because he was like in pest mode, if you will. You yeah, know, yeah. so that he had a character that wasn't so outrageous, was a little bit more grounded, was cool. And I think that the weirdest thing is I think the main legacy of that film, it's it's largely forgotten. But there's a song that they made for the soundtrack Where they sample Marvin Gaye And I think that that's the thing They still play that on the radio out here sometimes
1: Huh? Um, He had a fucking amazing run Like right in the middle of the 90s He was in Romeo and Juliet in 96 The Fan with Robert De Niro in 96 Uh, uh, Executive Decision with film legend Steven Seagal Also in 96 (laughs) To Wong Fu, 1995. So good. Um, He had a series on Fox House of Buggin. Uh, That was 10 episodes, 1995. Uh, I I, I watched the shit out of that when it was on. I used to love that. The Chicano Militant Minute. He was in Carlito's Way in 1993, which I I love that movie mm -hmm. so much. I haven't seen it in so long. uh, He's Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Uh, he is, of course, Luigi Mario in 1993's <laughs> Super Mario Brothers.
2: Why does that movie not have a proper release? That's a beautiful film to me.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm in I in the love chat that. Movie. Ramping it up, I'm like, oh, he better mention Mario. Bro. This is better come up. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this a couple I love weeks that. ago. All of I the. I think it uh, needs a Blu-ray. The like the jump boots in that movie became all of the like prison security boots in Face Off like a couple of years later.
2: Definitely,
0: <laughs> like it's you're, no- you're, you're waiting it's for the Criterion release of the Mario for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: ready. I'm like, bring it on. I want the director com. I want the Lake Wasamo commentary. Like, oh my god, let's do this.
0: He probably doesn't have any commentary because <laughs> he was hammered through the filming.
2: <laughs> it's the film is fucked. Yeah. But- it's stupid fun. Like Spawn, I enjoy it every time I watch it. Um, he I, in, I can't say I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I respect that. He was in Die Hard Two in 1990. Um, he was also. He is. Yeah.
2: Who the fuck is he playing Die Hard Two? Uh,
1: so yeah. Oh, okay. That's of it.
2: course. Naturally,
1: <laughs> he looks like a Burke. <laughs> uh, he's in Casualties of War with Michael J. Fox, 1989. Uh, three episodes of Miami Vice. Uh, that was 86 through 89. Uh, his first role is in a Madonna video for uh, Borderline, 1984. Jesus, it's a good song. Uh, let's see. We will. move That is a on. good song. I, what was I listening to? Like a Madonna song came on in the radio. Today. I'm like, fuck, this is a good
0: song. Early Madonna was awesome. Yeah. Like they're banging. Yeah. It's just like really, yeah. really good constructed pop songs.
2: The same radio station I hear that plays religiously plays that. uh What would you do? The song from the what would you do? Soundtrack. They're always playing borderline and lucky star.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're like your, your deep cut, not deep cuts. You know what I mean? Like.
2: You know what? It's L.A. It's weird. It's like it's they're like mainstream hits out here. It's hard to describe. Yeah. if You don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah.
1: All right. We will move on to Martin Sheen, uh, just another like legendarily well-known actor. Um, some of the highlights. He was recently in Judas and the Black Messiah. That was 2021. He played J. Edgar Hoover in that. Um, that was a movie about um, the head of the Black Panthers. Um what's his name? The guy from Nope, uh, Daniel Kaluuya played it. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I didn't see that one yet. I got to check that film out. It sounds
1: good. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, it just, Shows you like how he got completely like fucked over by the government. Like they just yeah. What? Yeah. Surprising. <laughs> Crazy. Can't, can't believe that it had happened. Yeah. <laughs> he is in Pop Star. Never stop, never stopping.
2: Oh, come on. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> that's a banger. I mean, anybody who's in that, shout out.
1: That is uh, what's his name? Andy Sandberg. Is like parody like pop star movie. Yeah. Uh he feels like this pop star character, and like it's just it's pretty
2: fucking funny. I just I'm not a Sam sandberg fan oh i i thought that was hilarious. oh me 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 neither on most circumstances but that film hits yeah. have you not seen it yet oh i've not oh i recommend it oh you should watch it yeah. Yeah. i cannot recommend it enough it's it's really short too it's like 74 minutes or something crazy oh really Yeah. 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 He's feeling like a Justin Bieber watch. type. Like it's oh, okay. such an asshole. Yeah, and it's it's unbelievable. And it's the levels of parody in it. Like when they get to the insane clown posse parody, full. <laughs> fade. If you like miracles, you're gonna love that part of the film. Oh man.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, apparently he uh Violent J is apparently a sex pest. Uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me?
2: What did you just say?
0: I I guess it recently came out that uh, Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse is just a creep. Like
2: a uh, real, I mean sorry I mean- shout out sorry to my gigolo buddies but I'm not <laughs> too that surprised. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah. I mean like not going to lie had a face still listen to a few songs every now and then.
2: Nobody's judging magnets how they work. I I mean, come on, How the fuck do they work?
0: But I never really... We all
2: all got our song.
0: Yeah, I never really pictured him as like a fucking... Like a sex pest. It just...
2: I don't know. (laughs) I have found that people who work the hardest, celebrities who work the hardest to surround themselves with a community of their own making that is often in worship to them, are undeniably some kind of pervert or abuser who has created the community to shield themselves. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost can't even think of an instance where that isn't the case. Yeah. It, it's almost universally true.
0: Yeah. Look at Jared Leto.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's or, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or don't look at him. He aggravates or, me I, to look I, at I him.
2: <laughs> unless it's Morbius, I don't.
1: I was going to say, a certain orange uh, man leading a cult in the country right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, <laughs>
2: I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's if you want if you want to get away with your abuse, start a community based around your identity. Yeah. It'll work great for you.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that goes back to cults of, you know, yeah. hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. I mean, Jesus Christ. Fathers. Yeah. Uh, but you've got, you know, like <laughs> uh, Jonestown. You've got like so oh, Heaven, yeah. Heaven's Gate, you know, like oh, all yeah. the, the the fucking Mansons, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: let's see. Moving on, he played Uncle Ben uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, which
2: mm, <laughs> I forgot.
1: Yeah, <sighs> my least favorite Spider-Man movies.
2: Are you guys excited for our new Uncle Ben that's coming up? Oh, what's his name? Adam Scott, apparently, is supposed to be the new Uncle Come Bart. on, let's get pumped. Madam Web, that's my cinematic event of the year. <laughs> it's the next I, Morbius, um, for sure. Ugh. You know, I'm really fortunate. Rosie gets invited to a lot of screenings. I'm fingers crossed that we're going to get that email this week for the Madam Web screening. But yeah. if not, I'm going to be there, like, opening night. <laughs> opening game, night. Getting my web on. It's webbing time, baby. Let's <laughs> other, do this.
1: We went to the movies the other day, and is like, a, "A Madam Web looks really
2: good. I'm just like... <laughs> Really? do you think that's what i'm talking about shout out to
1: amanda <laughs> uh he was the elusive man in mass effect 2 uh which was an awesome awesome game uh sounds like tom's pulling up yeah uh he was in the departed in 2006 martin scorsese's uh boston mob
0: movie i love that movie yeah yeah i haven't seen the japanese movie that it's based off of but i hear it's better if not you know like on par yeah uh
1: he was in catch me if you can with leonardo dicaprio and tom hanks um let's see we're still only in the late 90s
0: um Fucking Martin Sheen. You just have to go. Yeah. He was in Apocalypse Now. Like, he, there we go.
1: He played the real Seymour Skinner on that episode of The Simpsons where he comes back from Vietnam. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> He's been held prisoner the whole time. And like, everybody just hates him. So that they just go back box, to yeah, the old Skinner. Yeah. Can I see your copy of That's Swank?
2: That's the one. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Armin Tamzarian.
2: <laughs> Armin Tamzarian. Yeah. Armin, can I see your copy of Swank? Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 this is armin's hooch
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is armin's copy of swank uh he is in the movie dead presidents in 1995 what's going on man we have a visitor yeah we have a visitor. tom is entering the studio uh we are uh, we are towards the uh, the uh the tail half of this here um he is in an episode of Tales from the Crypt in nineteen ninety-three. I was looking this up when I was doing Sick. this earlier. Uh Well Cooked Hams. Steamed. Steamed Hams. Steamed hams. Uh this is the one with Billy Zane where they're playing like competing like magicians. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't think I've seen this one. I need to watch.
1: Uh it was nineteen ninety-three.
2: Uh, so that's season three. Season five. So uh, this right. is, is really this oh, is right God. around the time of oh, yeah. uh, Bordello of Blood, which to me was like Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I wish they this sounds like an episode I would probably would have loved to have seen as a film.
0: What real quick, Bordello of Blood or Demon
2: Knight? Bordello. Okay. Yeah. Same. By hair. her. Sandzies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Demon Knight's great. But you know, it's I
1: love how much fun Billy Zane is having. In yeah, Demon movie. Knight is just more cheeky fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I mean, yeah, you said Apocalypse Now. He's Martin Sheen for Christ's sake. Wall Street. You know who Martin? Unbelievable career. Yeah. I mean, he played Sly
2: Sludge in Captain Planet and the Planeteers. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Arguably, the only mistake of his career, Charlie Sheen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go right over her. She played. uh, uh, What's her name? Well you can do it. Uh Spawn's wife. Spawn's wife. Yeah, Wanda, there we go. Um she Who looks so, so the- much
2: like a Todd McFarlane drawing. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. You know, both Wanda and Cyan look like they were right out of the comic.
2: Oh my lord, tell me about it. Even, you know what? I, I know they I know they swapped Terry's uh, racial background. <laughs> but they still made him look like Terry. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but she was in uh, the bad boys movies all three of those movies uh, nice. up next Nicole Williamson who played uh, Cogliostro in this um, he was most notably he was Merlin in Excalibur in 1981 um, he also shows up as the Gnome King in Return to Oz in 1985, which is also oh, crazy fucked up I love Return movie. to Oz. Yeah. yeah. Oh, such
2: a good one, man. Uh,
0: speaking of crazy fucked up movies,
1: he's uh, in The Exorcist 3. Yeah, Father Morning in The Exorcist 3. Um, yeah. There is a meme from that movie that is 100% accurate. And it just says, name one like scene from a film that scarred you for life. And it's the guy in the white sheet with the scissors walking behind oh, yeah. the nurse. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That's the one. That's the one.
2: I hate to say it, though. I feel like his spawn character was dragging it down for me, man. Wasn't doing it for me. Did not hit. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. He was like a little out of place. Like, yeah. 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 But I, but also, didn't he kind of remind you of that one older guy that always worked at the comic shop? Like <laughs> unintentionally, like I captured the fedora vibes of that, that like, one guy. You're like, yeah you like he doesn't own the
0: comic shop, but he's here all the time. It was it was the clove cigarettes. That's what did it. <laughs> yeah.
2: You could smell it. Like yeah, as the performance is happening. Yep. you like.
1: <sighs> Up next, we have D.B. Sweeney. Uh, he played Travis Walton in Fire in the Sky. That was 1993. Uh, That's another movie that scarred me for life. It's
0: traumatic.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's fucking traumatic. <laughs> have you ever seen Fire in the Sky?
2: Maybe I'm okay. not scarred by so, it. Yeah, so maybe I
0: have. it's uh, it's the movie version of a guy's, you know, telling of his ex- experiences with alien abduction. And everything that happens. Around
2: I that. remember this. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it.
0: The abduction scene will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's I'm in. it's the high point of the movie. And it happens like way early on, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, because the whole movie's about like him, he goes
1: missing, and like the rest of the movie is about like his friends because they get like arrested for it and like yeah.
0: them trying to prove it like they didn't do anything to him. Like uh, if if you only watch it for the abduction scene, you're fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see. Anything else worth mentioning? Maybe, maybe not uh we're gonna go move on we're gonna do yeah. right oh you don't on. want to talk about atlas shrugged yeah T. atlas shrugged too i'm good i'm good
2: i'm good <laughs> oh I my god look. yes speaking of which the screenwriter of this film if i'm not mistaken wrote left behind oh the, the screenwriter movie. responded yeah. oh my god I think, and I think this was like a Wikipedia read I did very quickly. I'm not mistaken. He left behind and a different religious film. I think they were saying two of his three big releases were, were religious films. Left behind were the
1: Sorbo movies, right? No, it's, uh, what's his name? Kirk Cameron. Oh, that's yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Although it wouldn't surprise me if Sorbo's in one of them. Yeah. Well, I know he has done like religious weirdo yeah. like end of the world movie. Yes.
2: Yeah. And le- left behind this had like What's up? God's
0: Not Dead. Oh, that's right. Sorbo did the God's
1: Not Dead movies. That's right. <laughs>
2: Atlas Shrugged. Uh there's three of them, if I'm not mistaken. I think I've watched all three. Oh yeah, yeah I, I I'm not yeah. getting into it. Atlas like, Shrugged and I I forgot it, but you know what? It was something I needed to do. <laughs> I needed to go through that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh up
1: next we have Melinda Clark who played Jessica Priest in this. Um she was on the Nikita TV series for seventy episodes. Holy
0: Christ. Yeah. I didn't uh, think it had that many.
1: Yeah, for real. Uh it was a USA Jeez. series. Um she was on <laughs> Gotham for three episodes. That was twenty sixteen. Oh, who was she? Grace Van Dahl. Um twenty sixteen. So yeah,
0: it was forget what season that would have been. I don't know. I, I checked l- out after season one on that show. I like. I actually really liked like season one and two, and then I had to call it quits after that. Uh,
2: yeah. One one was good for me.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, she shows up in an episode of King of the Hill. Uh, she was on the show, The OC, ninety episodes of that. Um, wow. She's in an episode of Firefly.
0: That was two thousand three. Good lord. That doesn't feel good. Yeah. No. So old.
1: Uh, she's Mulholland Falls, 1996. Oh, that's right. This is why I saved it. She is in Return of the Living Dead 3, 1993. She's the girl on the cover, like the, the zombie girl with the finger, like the yeah. finger knives. Yep.
0: Sick. Uh, and her yeah, first- she's, the, she's the one that had to be like constantly in pain to retain her humanity or whatever. Like, that's Yeah. Why that's she was what all it was. full of glass and knives and shit.
1: Uh okay. Miko Hughes is up next. He's pretty much every cute kid in every 80s and 90s movie you remember. Um he was in Kindergarten Cop. Uh he teams up with Bruce Willis uh to fight crime in Mercury Rising. It was 1998. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he gets flattened by an 18 wheeler in Pet Cemetery in 1989. Uh his good- Creed. <laughs> uh some of the other standouts. Um He's in Tropic Thunder. He's does a voice in that as a radio DJ. Um, that might be it for the big stuff. But he, like, he's one of those kids, like, he's just
0: all over movies. Oh, like, for I rem- now I remember Mercury Rising. That was the one where that was like. He's yet, like an autistic That kid. was yet another autism as a superpower movie. Yes. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's a whole genre. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, he's also in Apollo 13, 1995. Uh, he's in West Craven's He plays Nightmare. Apollo,
2: if I remember correctly.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first one, I think. The first Apollo. Yeah. So, 11 <laughs> through, you know, uh, through 2 through 11 were a different guy. And then 13 was another guy on his yeah. own. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Jack the Bear with uh, Danny DeVito, I believe. That's 1993. Uh, moving on, Michael Papa John. The only reason I saved him, there's another Spider Man connection here. His pizza sucks, his pizza blows. <laughs> uh, they got rid of the racist guy, though, so it's a little bit better now. Um, he we, we have Uncle Ben, uh, and Martin Sheen earlier in this. The, he plays the guy who kills Uncle Ben in the original Sam Raimi Spider movie, uh, Spider Man movie, Spider Movies, Spider Movies. Yeah, it's clutch, yeah. clutch role. Yeah, very important uh he was also just in the iron claw as well played an olympic coach uh carrie von eric's like olympic coach uh up next i would be remiss not to mention frank welker uh pretty much the voice of our childhood um any like popular cartoon he did a voice on um transformers scooby-doo um there's another one i just saw that i it escaped my memory but literally the man is everywhere George uh curious george right i think possibly oh he's in um he's the voice of like Token Razar in Secret of the uh, Turtles uh, Secret of the Ooze.
0: yeah yeah i mean we have we have uh <laughs> People with specific knowledge in the chat. Yeah, so we just
1: did a spot on the Frank Welker one. Oh, they're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just did a spot on the Frank Welker Wonder Hour podcast recently. Uh, you should go check. Oh, yeah. Those
2: out. guys followed me today. It looks cool.
1: Oh, yeah. They specialize in just Frank Welker stuff. Uh, so we watched Troll like uh, about two weeks ago. Um, nice. We will move on. Uh, Robia Scott. She was in this movie. Uh, somebody. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's a reporter in this movie. The reason oh, I okay. saved her, oh, she was on Silk Stockings as well. Yeah. A steamy USA drama. let <laughs> <That> show rules. <laughs> uh, the reason I saved her though, she was Jenny calendar on like the first two seasons of Puppy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Up. That's lastly. it. Oh, that's it. That is it. That's, that's all we yeah, have done. Better known as. Um, we will, uh, wrap up quickly here. Just, uh, let Nick, uh, you know, uh, talk about, uh, basically what you do. I know you've written for Godzilla recently. Um, you've written transformer stuff. You, we met when you were doing uh, your own stuff. Holy fuck. And holy fucked. What's going on? What do you got cooking, man? Did we lose Nick? He is frozen. So are we. So are we. We're all frozen. He's not on my side. I'm not seeing him broke. Oh no, we But I also can't hear him now anymore. No
0: <laughs> Okay, you're not frozen on my side anymore, but I
1: can't you switch cameras? I did for you, yeah. Oh
0: Lord. But
1: it's not going over here anymore.
2: Hmm. <laughs> well,
1: we might be ending quicker than <laughs> I thought we were. Yeah, Nick, if you're still there, if you can hear us, thank you so much for joining us. I'm we are, so sorry Yeah, uh, to, that this has to end this way. Uh, I will throw a shout-out to his webpage, if it's still up. Go to nickmarino.net, check out uh, all of Nick's stuff. Uh, we are so, so sorry
0: that this ended this way. Yeah, This was going amazingly. We uh, We will... We'll try to have you on another uh, episode if you are willing uh, <laughs> to deal with, yeah, deal with this. Unfortunately, we're not leaving on the best uh, circumstance, but it was a damn entertaining show. Yeah. So thank you so
1: much for for uh, for coming by. Thank you everybody for watching this and then dealing with this comedy of errors. Yeah. Um, Go check out our link. I don't even feel like doing the, the
0: socials. Just, you fucking quitter. All right. Let's do the socials. You quitty bitch. I was just going like, to go to the link tree. <laughs> don't don't do that. All right. We're going to leave you guys with our socials. Uh, our website is www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com. Um We would love for you guys to email us uh, uh, suggestions for the show. Um, Movies we could watch, beer we could drink, uh, things that you would change about the show, other than the technical... The technical is, setup, yeah, like, yeah, We're trying. Um, yeah, email us at bigdumbmonsters at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, Big Dumb Monsters Pod. We are on Slasher, the all-horror social network. We are Big Dumb Monsters Podcast there, and sometimes we log in to Steam and probably don't play games on there, but Hit us up on there. Big Dumb Monsters uh, on Steam. You can
1: check us out on Twitter. We did. Yeah, we're not there anymore. We're We're not not on Twitch. We haven't
0: been on Twitch. I was going to say Twitter. You can check us
1: out on Instagram and threads at big underscore dumb underscore monsters. You can check us out on YouTube at Big Dumb Monsters. Make sure you stop by there uh yes subscribe hit the like uh whatever you can do stop by and do it uh you can check us out on twitch if you're not watching this live now we have movement again we still have a frozen nick as soon as i refresh him it (laughs) freezes both of you so i figured i'd refresh you guys and just leave him frozen (laughs) uh you can check us out we do the show live usually every saturday on twitch and youtube uh thank you for everybody who came and watched thank you one last time to nick We'll be back next week. Next week. there will be next, next week. week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching, folks. Oh, words of wisdom. Oh. Uh, don't let ghoulies eat your ass. And never sleep in a deathbed. Bye. We love you.